You're listening to Leadership on the Ground, Season 2. Leadership on the Ground in real time. Learning, recognizing, and knowing what is needed is not enough in business today. Leaders need to be able to apply their skills on the ground and in real time to make a meaningful impact. This series is brought to you by the international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor, your source and reference for achieving breakthrough performance and productivity. Leading yourself, leading teams, and leading organizations. And now, here are your hosts, Todd Schnick and Erica Peetler. All right. Good morning and welcome back to Leadership on the Ground. I'm your host, Todd Schneck, joined by my friend and colleague, Erica Peeler. Hello, my friend. I've missed you. Hey, I've missed you too. I'm excited to be back in the seat with you. You know, we had a heck of a good time recording season one of Leadership on the Ground. And and as I'm sure you'll agree, uh, I got an awful lot of really amazing feedback on what we talked about and the messages that we delivered. So I, I was really pleased with how that season came about. But I am very honestly with you, very much looking forward to season two of Leadership on the Ground. This will be Leadership on the Ground in real time. I can't wait. Yeah, me too. And, you know, it's been great because I've gotten tremendous feedback from the listeners and from the folks that have had a chance to listen to Leadership on the Ground. And, you know, you made a funny comment. You said, oh, my God, you know, some of these words and phrases, you know, altitude, sequencing, they didn't make sense. But I think as we kind of traveled down the road together, you know, we really saw how these pieces fit together. And, and I think we gave the listeners some really solid takeaways. So I'm excited to raise the bar this season and see where else we can take it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Erica. So let's, uh, you mentioned a couple of the key phrases. You talked about altitude and sequencing and emotional intelligence, style versatility, all these great lessons that we taught in, in season one. Now, let's do a quick recap and, and reflect on some of this. Yeah, great idea. I mean, always good to go back and solidify some of the initial learning. Remember, we were talking about leadership as a skilled profession, right? It's not for hackers. You know, it's as important as the technical skills that you have. So what we've been talking about is you have to be consciously disciplined and you have to be able to practice some fundamental skills in order to really get your team and your organization to have performance and productivity. So leadership on the ground is really about the concept of, can we help people to cross this knowing-doing gap? Many people might know some of the leadership skills and leadership behaviors, but are they able to put them on the ground? So we started off season one, and we were talking about the concept right off the bat of altitude. And you might remember, Todd, that altitude was about working on the business and not in the business. And we were talking about that do-manage-lead model. Yeah. Right. And so one of the things that we were focusing on was, you know, most people play at too low an altitude and they only focus on tasks. We were helping people to see the advantages of moving up that uh, altitude curve and getting into more management. And then ultimately really trying to get to this leadership level where you're allocating resources and you're prioritizing. And the benefit of that whole episode of altitude is if people have role clarity in their organizations and they're playing at the right altitude, the organization will have lift. And when the organization doesn't play at the altitude that they need to, we get compression. So that was the big takeaway from the first episode of season one. You might remember that pretty clearly. Absolutely. And and uh, I have a feeling we're going to be addressing altitude a bit in season two as well. We talked about sequencing next. And as I recall thinking, what does sequencing have to do with leadership? 
Yeah, this was a great one, right? Because people really don't think about this very often. But with sequencing, you know, just like with pick four numbers, the order matters. Right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, there are some precursor and consequential steps that you have to be mindful of of a leader. And we had a really great conversation about a couple of areas where sequencing plays a key role. But the one that's most impactful for me and the one that I just want to go back to and remind our listeners about is, you know, every organization wants to grow. The question is, they go after it, but are they ready for it? And that's a great example of sequencing. Are you ready for the growth? Or are you like most companies, you have geographical expansion opportunities, you may have an opportunity for getting into a, a new territory or a new product, but you don't have the talent bench and you don't have the people on hand and ready to take those challenges. So we were talking about how if you're an organizational leader, you got to get the culture right and you got to get the talent bench established before you can really maximize going after your strategy and your performance. Absolutely. Well, then we shifted to emotional intelligence, and that's a very critical element in all of this. Yeah, people were very excited about the concept of emotional intelligence when we aired it last time. And, and fundamentally, what's exciting about emotional intelligence and leadership is this can be learned. You know, this is not something you have to be born with. You know, you have the opportunity to work on your self-awareness, your self-management, and your social awareness. And we talked about what's the big payoff with emotional intelligence? Why do we want to go after this? The big payoff is it helps us to have healthy relationships. And, you know, you might remember we also talked about there are two currencies to leadership, communication and relationships. So emotional intelligence is super important and something that we have to continue to work on as leaders on an ongoing basis. We actually don't get to rest on our laurels ever in that regard. Well, there's no resting at all when you're a leader. And, and that, that was evident to me when we did our next conversation around style versatility. And, and I'll be honest with you, myself and a lot of the leaders I've interacted with, they have their style that they are comfortable with. And you made us realize that you have to have some versatility there. Yeah, the funny thing, the funny thing is, and I, I'm guilty of this, right? So, you know, when I look back on my own career, I can honestly be vulnerable and say, I was a hammer and everything looked like a nail, right? right? So, right. you know, I was going after that. And what you realize is, you know, back to this, it's a skilled profession. There's a rich toolbox we have to have as a leader. And one of the things that you really learn about leadership today is it's not about position power. In fact, we're going to talk about power a lot in season two. It's not about position power. It's not about our authority. It's really about our ability to help other people get work done. And in that regard, we have to flex to the styles that are appropriate to helping people reach their potential, right? Not being comfortable in our own comfort zone. So we went through actually a number of things. We talked about situational leadership. We talked about six different leadership styles. And for those who didn't catch that uh, episode in season one, it's really worthwhile to go back and get a deep download on all the different style diversity options that you have. Because that's really something that you need to build a rich toolbox around. Absolutely. Well, once you understand the concepts of altitude and sequencing and emotional intelligence and style versatility, then you become ready to be a facilitator of progress. Yeah. And this, this episode was fun because, you know, this episode, a facilitator of progress, right? The antithesis of this is someone who kind of maintains the status quo. And, you know, the truth of the matter is we know that you know, for us to grow, we have to be able to take risks and make changes. So by nature, we have to actually be a facilitator of progress to get things moving. And one of the things that we do as facilitators of progress is we're really clear about setting expectations, right? We're really clear about using that style diversity and having a visionary approach to where we're going. 
And we try to nurture and develop not only the change readiness in ourselves, but the change readiness in other people. So we talked about those concepts. We also went into, for those folks out there that are either new to a team leader role or expanding into a team leader role, it's a good episode to go back and listen to because we actually covered a number of things around resource management and blue dollars and how you need to be really mindful about your people, time, and money. And there's some great insights there for those of you who are in team leader roles. All right. Now that table is set, Erica. And and in the close of season one, we now create that action plan. Yeah, we closed off with that episode on creating an action agenda. And we covered a couple of things here that were really important. One was as team leaders, as organizational leaders, we have to have a lot of uh, focus and discipline around a few particular areas. One is you know, administrative discipline, right? You know, making the trains run on time, getting your meetings set up, being clear about your agendas. And then engagement discipline. Are we getting into rooms together and are we prepared? And are we really having the dialogue that we want? And then productivity discipline we talked about. What are we doing to make progress? Do we have the right people in the room with the right behaviors for the right amount of time with the right agenda? Because really, people time is our most valuable monetary expenditure. So we really want to make sure that we're using our time wisely and we're really driving forward on our action agenda. We also closed out, for those that are business owners, CEOs out there, people who are on senior leadership teams, we had a nice conversation, Todd, you might remember about the six areas of the organizational excellence model. And we talked about how it's important to develop a safe and trusting environment and how the sequencing of culture, talent, strategy, and performance really allow a leader and their leadership team to make their biggest impact on performance and productivity, and then how messages play a key role. And we challenge people to actually walk away from season one and kind of create their own action agenda. So I hope a lot of people took that uh, challenge on and did it. Well, based on the feedback I got, a lot of people did, and we impacted a lot of people in a good way. So that was very, very rewarding. So, all right, well, that was a great recap of season one. I am finally recalling it. What a great episode. And, and if you haven't checked it out, you can find it. We'll link to it in the show notes, and you can find it on iTunes. So when we come back from the break, Erica is going to give us a preview of season two, Leadership on the Ground in Real Time. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the new international best-selling book, Leadership Rigor. This groundbreaking book will turn everything you think you know about leadership upside down. Leadership Rigor explores how to achieve breakthrough performance and productivity through leading yourself, leading teams, and leading at the organizational level. Author Erica Piedler outlines for her readers how to become change-ready leaders. Change-ready leaders are capable of embracing challenges with agility and optimism because they have the tools, models, and language to assess, structure, and facilitate solutions. Leadership is a skill that can be learned and practiced. Take the rigor challenge and ask yourself, do you want to lead mindfully and skillfully? Or do you want to subject your teams and organizations to your unstructured thoughts and approaches? The choice is yours. Will you rigor it? You can purchase Leadership Rigor on Amazon or by visiting ericpetler.com. All right, Todd Schnick, you're back with Erica Petler. We're going to talk about season two a bit now. Erica, what what can we expect? Yeah, I'm really excited about season two because we're really going to raise the bar here. And in addition to discussing new leadership skills and and kind of reminding folks of some leadership skills we've already covered, we're really going to take the uh, challenge on and the requirement of why do you need to put them on the ground in real time? There's a natural speed to business. It moves in real time today, which for many leaders is out of their comfort zone, isn't it? Absolutely. I don't think people realize they're not leading in real time. 
Exactly. And and we're delaying things. And, you know, one of the things that we're going to talk about head on in episode number one is this concept of to reach your potential and to be the best leader that you need to be, you have to know how to seize your entry points. And in episode number one, we're going to talk about what is an entry point and how you can avoid missing them. Yeah, no, that's going to be critical. I think it's going to open a lot of eyes when they understand what these entry points are and the timing of that. Episode two, we're going to talk about leveraging your personal power. Yeah, personal power is great. There are three types of powers we're going to introduce people to, position power, expertise power, and personal power. The magic of personal power is we're all leaders and we all have it. And if you want to be able to influence people in real time, you got to get really conscious and very disciplined about what your personal power levers are and how you can really use it. Yeah, episode three promises to be really intriguing uh, because as a leader, we all have impact, but sometimes it isn't the right impact. Absolutely. absolutely. And in fact, we talked about in season one, you know, a lot of people are Mr. or Ms. Magoos, right? You know, kind of moving through the space and not really clear about the impact that they're having. So we introduced these two powerful words in episode number three, intention and impact. And in my coaching experience, these have been game-changing words as my clients have learned what it really means. And the headline here, if the impact is bad, the intention does not matter. Leaders must own their impact. So that's a must-listen-to episode. Absolutely. Well, when you think about intention and impact, to build on that, you got to call out unproductive behaviors, which is the focus of episode four. Yeah, this is going to be a really, really critical issue. We all deal with this. We all face it. This is going to be taken on the big challenge of being able to call out unproductive behaviors. But remember, in real time, right? So it's not, hey, let me give you some feedback after the meeting. This is about how do we, in the real time of a conversation or in the real time of a meeting, take that challenge on. And it sounds intimidating and it probably sounds daunting for a lot of people, but it can be done in a professional and respectful way. And the critical benefit that leaders have to realize and why this is an episode you really want to listen to is it allows you, if you call out that unproductive behavior, to maintain that safe space environment and maximize the productivity of your blue dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Well, episode five, we're going to talk about something we did address in season one, but we're going to go much deeper. Uh, But leadership is all about service, yeah? It's all about service. And in, in episode number five, we're going to ask one of the most important questions about ourselves as a leader. We're going to ask the question, who do we serve? Now, there are three choices and two of them are bad. So I just want to have everybody yeah. hang on and uh, stay tuned for that episode. Yeah, that's going to be a very critical one. But number six is going to be really, really important because it's a, it's talking talk about in real time. This is one of the most powerful in real time tools we have. This The idea of this accountability conversation. Yeah, I'm excited about this because I agree with you. And I think you're right on with that. This accountability conversation, and you're familiar with it because you and I have talked about this before, this accountability conversation helps us face the biggest problem that organizations have today, which is they really don't know how to hold people accountable and they don't understand what the magic is to try to get at with this holy grail of accountability. We're going to talk about the accountability conversation, break that down into very, very easy to use tools. And I can promise that's a game changer. Yeah, absolutely a game changer. Now we're going to close season two, hunting for pink elephants. What in the heck do you mean by that? Yeah, this is great, right? So all of the episodes in season two, Leadership on the Ground in Real Time, really build to this crescendo. And we're going to close out, round out season two with this concept of hunting pink elephants. And many people have probably heard about the sacred cow, the pink elephant. This is how to call out the worst 
obstacles that we have in front of us as business people? And how do we now take an opportunity to make a transformational change in our teams and organizations by being confident and clear that anything that we really need to talk about, we can talk about. And I'm going to give you some of the steps to help you do that. Well, I don't think people realize how much energy is burned not dealing with these pink elephants. And that's, that too is a game changer. Well, let's just be honest. Season two is going to be a game changer for a lot of people. Erica, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a great, a great production. I can't wait to get started. All right. Well, let's do that. So uh, that's all the time we have for our preview episode. We'll be back next week to launch season two in real time. We'll be talking about entry points. You won't want to miss that. So on behalf of myself, my co-host, Erica Peetler, that's it for this inaugural episode, season two of Leadership on the Ground in Real Time. We'll return next week. We'll see you then. 